William. Mark Allen. William Clark Jr. Happy episode 25. Happy, happy 25. Yes, and on this episode... Oh, my goodness. With the sound effects. Antonio. 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 We're just going to start calling Tony Antonio. Oh, Antonio. Antonio in for the win. And for this episode, we're going to talk all about ugly Christmas sweaters. Yeah. Some hot looks. Yes, and then... What's the vocabulary word tonight? The vocabulary word is... Should I say what it really is? Or say... Okay, I'll say what it is. Pickle. Wickle pickers. A wickle pickler. A wickle, pick, a wickle, wickle pickler. Picker, picker. I mean, that is a vocabulary word. And then it is our holiday gifting special. And we're going to count down the top 12 Christmas gifts that we like to give and maybe yeah. receive and just gifting. It's a night, an afternoon, a morning of gifting, just depending on when you're listening to What, what You're Wearing. Okay. Wait, do we have um, cowbells or sleigh bells sound effect? Possibly? I mean, probably just... not. Look, this is this is not. I'm just, I don't I know where you think. We, you every know. time just, we get a sound know. effect, it costs me $6. Oh, really? Yeah, they're very expensive. Wow. And then as people listen to it, every time they listen to it, it's 10 cents. Oh, are you serious? No, I'm not serious. You know I believe what you, you say. You do. Don't believe what I say. In that context, but when it comes <laughs> to what you're wearing in fashion, you should believe every single Everything. word. Everything. The gospel. Yes, the gospel according to Mark Allen and yes. William. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. All right, so yes. let's just talk about ugly Christmas sweaters. So um, I was up in San Francisco this last weekend. Yes. I went to some Christmas parties. Yes. There were no ugly Christmas sweaters. They were just beautiful, refined glamour. As it should be. And then a couple people were wearing sweaters that I found ugly, but not like they were trying to wear an ugly Christmas sweater. Let me ask you this, though. Uh-huh. Is this a, a, a theme that you grew up with? I never, as a child, I never heard of this. I didn't hear of this until, like, well, way uh, into adulthood. So well, I'm kind of wondering, where did it originally, like, how did it... But what do you mean? Are you talking about, like, Christmas sweaters or ugly Christmas ugly, sweaters? The whole ugly Christmas... Like, well, it's the ugly whole... Christmas sweaters is really something that was created about 10 years ago. Okay. To make fun of us Christmas. from the 70s and 80s. Because the 80s are okay. when we started having those sweaters that our parents made us wear Snowflakes to Christmas on Eve. Them with oh, reindeer. if it was only a snow wake, snowflake. I was like... Reindeer and like oh there we go. There was always reindeer, reindeer snowflakes, yeah. a bow, a snowman. So oh, yeah, yeah, you know, with felt appliques and all that crazy. Yes, yeah. And you'd have to wear them, and then you know the next year you would have to wear it again because we didn't have all this money, so then it's like tighter. And then the next year you have to oh, wear. I mean, man. until it's like you know a cycling shirt, then your mom finally buys you a new one. And usually it's grandma makes you buy. It. So anyway, they're not intended as ugly, but then as they time are. went by, <laughs> right? Then everyone's like, "Oh, ugly Christmas sweater!" And so they just declared all this. And then now people are just completely maximizing on that and and creating a whole industry out of ugly Christmas sweaters. Okay, okay, okay. So you, you don't know, but about like those? you like you were no no. I of course I do know. I, I now that you've explained it, it makes sense because I do remember those sweaters of Christmas that were not so cute. Yeah. But I didn't really understand where the ugly sweater trend yeah, came it's from. Just, so they now just, it makes sense. They just made all that up together. And then they did <clears throat> the ugly um, 
pants. Now, here's the thing. There was a lot of that. those corduroy pants that have Santa Clauses on them. Or oh, it's Vineyard that. Vines and J. Crew. It's very East Coast. Like Ralph Lauren used to have all those. Anyway, there are these corduroys and cotton pants that have like... Like I saw some green corduroy pants uh-huh. with dancing dogs or Santas or something on them. I was like, "What are we doing right now?" Oh wow! Yeah, it, it's I, I it's. I miss that trend. It, it reminded me a little of like Nicole Miller. Remember Nicole Miller? No, but what do you mean Nicole? Made, Nicole made some pretty. She still does some beautiful collections. They're not. No, I remember this time Nicole Miller just killed it. With Nicole Miller really made her money selling those stupid printed silk ties and boxer shorts. Oh, see, I just know her from her Ready to Wear collection. I don't no, know. no, no, Ready oh. to Wear. No, no, no. That was like her fashion line. But her oh, commercial yeah. success where she was making money was when she was doing like all of these black backgrounded prints. It'd be like a black gra- background mm-hmm. with these like little tiny dancing horses or little men or little women or school kids. Skipping. And those were on, wait, what did you say? Boxer you buy shorts? The, yeah, boxer shorts and ties. Oh, you have to look it up. It is oh. it is some um, ugly beyond compare stuff that she was doing. So that was like her cash cow. Yeah, that paid for the ready to wear collection. I'm talking I about guess. that. Oh. So the ready to wear collection. He she finally started to do, and they were just like not that great and quite expensive. For what I went they to were. a couple. Of, I I enjoyed the last couple of shows I went to by Nicole. You are so easily entertained. William. She was she she really had her time like in the nineties. Like doing no, she had a nice run. She did, and then she had that store there. Look at that. No, but she had a nice. Look run. at that. Okay, look. Right now, a, we're looking at a picture of her back. This you no, t- listen, there, I there's feel, your Nicole Miller. Go you know get what? it, William. You know I'm gonna buy you that for Christmas. You know what? Now that now that I see it, maybe I, a silk blouse like that. Maybe that would okay, do you. You know what? Now that you say it, I I I do remember. You, no, I do you listen, just put no, that way back in the back of your mind to try and forget seeing, it. Is what I you do did. remember seeing this print on vests for men at Macy's. Yes! Herald Square. Okay. Uh, Macy's, yeah, Nordstrom, Saks, Neiman's, everyone had that. I remember it now. You know, not, yeah. And, and I also know that it was the time, like it was a time that was doing that, but somehow that black background and all that just looks so, ugh. And Paul Smith still today does things like that. But they feel totally different. They feel. But very... his have his, his his all of his prints have like a deep meaning. I think these prints that we're talking about are just like silliness. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Don't get me started. Anyway, that's ugly sweaters. My my, what is your go to for holiday party? Like, if I said tomorrow night, William, you and I are gonna go hit some like Hollywood parties, like for Christmas. Uh-huh. What's your go to outfit? Probably something all ivory, head to toe ivory. Oh my god! Or maybe black velvet. Ugh. A wide leg. Um, yeah, I mean, you're not. I'm not. You don't. You're just describing ideas and concepts. I'm saying, like, for me, it's a black velvet Giorgio Armani dress shirt that I bought 15 years ago. Still fits me amazing. So cozy. I just wear that. Saturday night, I wore that untucked with some Demolimister shimmery pants, Margiela silver sneakers. Mm-hmm. Very relaxed and understated. I didn't do understated, so um, I'm normally, like I said, in head to toe ivory. A hat is involved, and maybe some velvet, and definitely some beading. So, like white velvet, ivory velvet? No. Well, you just said head to toe ivory, and now you're saying no, no. Velvet? I'm saying the different, the different feelings. Right, that, Tony? Uh, do you hear what I'm saying? I'm just saying different. I'm talking about different looks. So different there'd be looks. an all ivory look, and then maybe a velvet look that would normally be a navy. A Bordeaux. So I really black. feel like we should really do all these parties in a Winnebago so we can like do wardrobe changes between well, that'd be parties. Cool. Wouldn't that be fun? I'd be into that. That'd be kind of fun. 
I'd be into that. When we take this, when we take this show on the road, that's for sure what we're doing. That'd be cool. There will be a lot. I can't wait to see what the graphic is on the side of the. I mean, it'll be like, what you wearing? <laughs> hey, so what are you, do you have any holiday plans what are you doing for Christmas? I'm, unfortunately, I am here and I'm working. Until the I 24th? Usually, yeah, I usually would be in uh, Champaign, Illinois. Mm, with Mama. With Mama in the snow, playing with the nieces and nephews, mm. but not this year. So, yeah, So you're working here. through the 24th and then the 26th, too, you're working? Uh, I believe so. Ugh. I'm working through the 24th, shopping, wrapping gifts, and then the 23rd, my friend Lisa's having a Christmas party at that night. You should come. Do you want to okay, come? Okay, sure. Right. Uh, I just, Lisa, I just invited her um, to your Christmas party. And, um, he meant him, not her. <laughs> her, him, they, to the Christmas party. And um, then um, uh, David is coming from Santiago. Hola, David. And he... David. Uh, d- <laughs> David. Wait, but isn't the pronunciation David? Is Listen, that... my brother's name is David. Okay? My brother's name is David Harmon. Right. Okay? I am not going to be romantically inclined well, that's with someone it that... It's David. It is David versus David. It's the same. It's not the same thing. Da- Look. Okay, tomato, how, okay, tomato. Okay how, okay, how is it spelled? My God. I... How is it spelled then? <laughs> it's spelled D. Yes. A. Uh, oh, okay. V. Oh, okay. I. Are you being truthful? D. <laughs> David. D A V. Really? Yeah. How else you spell David? David. D A V I D. Right. Uh huh. David. So if you look at it, that's how you say it. David. Yes, that's how I look at David, but not David. <laughs> Oh my gosh. I mean, I can't. I was waiting for a different spelling and you I just can slowed add it. it down like, it's going to sound different if I slow it down. It did, didn't it? You were all confused there for two minutes. I'm sure the listeners are like, wait, that's David. I'm like, no, it's David. There's no accent. There's no E at the end. It's all. Wait, and he's from? Chile. Okay. David. Santiago, Chile. David. Okay. Okay. I just, I, I associate that pronunciation with a different well, world, you don't know but... what you're talking about. Just listen to me. It's I'm David. I'm just telling you what I No, you don't I know. It's, it's, anyway, uh-huh. David is coming, and we're going to do that, that part on the 23rd. We'll go to my brother's for Christmas Day, and um, then we're going to, I think we're going to Vegas for a day or two, and then go see my parents up in nice. the Central Valley of California, USA. Nice. It's going to be a good time. That's our Christmas plans. Yeah, I love it. And speaking of plans, someone made a lot of plans to mm. get ready for their Holt Looks. Wow, there's a new graphic, and notice how I'm no longer wearing short sleeves in the studio. <laughs> no, wait, what was what was the what was the other graphic that the, was normally uh, there? Please don't. Was it the neon 80s yes, thing? Yes, it was the neon Saved by the Bell. Now, what yes. is this? A, do we know what that is? A it's skyline? a street in Paris. It's a bridge in I Paris. I can't even get a sentence out. I'm good. Jeez, <laughs> get it together. Way up. I haven't even had that much coffee. I don't know what's going on tonight. It's spicy. In here. You were like really giving it to me when we got here too. So I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> okay. Well, my my. Do you want to start, William? With my whole look? look was by the stunning Michaela Cole. She is. She's uh, one of the actresses in Wakanda Forever. Who's? I mean. 
First of all, she's stunning. Like, she's so beautiful, it's ridiculous. Um, What's but, she look like? But she's stunning. She looks like an African queen to me. Mm. I mean, the cheekbones are ridiculous, but she's a, she's a British doll, but she's wearing a balma, and she's in this, I guess the best way to describe it is, uh, it almost looks like Fortuny pleating. That's another vocabulary we'll do another time. But either shearing or Fortuny pleating in like a, uh, I would say a taupe jersey. But mm. what I do love is they worked, I believe it is like a metallic gold, almost like discs that they've kind of formulated around her torso that almost looks like a snake. Yeah, it looks just like a snake. And around, it looks like it's isolating her left breast. Yeah, so it's it's got a um, almost Grecian meets African vibe about it. And her body is ridiculous. Her abs are crazy. She's just stunning. Like, probably one of the most beautiful actresses I think today, but yeah, she's in this gorgeous Balmain piece. That was my whole look. Wow, that's that's something. <laughs> <laughs> that whole unitity thing. I'm like, I can't even. I don't even like a wrap dress because okay. they did isolate the breast that way, right, right. right? So I think there's. It's so funny how we have such different tastes on those things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that's why it's my whole look. <gasps> Ooh. <laughs> Well, <laughs> to my, each his own, you I know. Mean, but that's the whole point of you that. You know, I'm like, outside. You know, I'm I'm out left field, outside the box. No, a, but I, a, little, I, a little kooky. I love that you can look at that and see how that yeah. that works for her. And I actually think it it's enough for anything I would have put off the rack to put on someone. But I can see how your eye can but look this, at that. But and you go, have to, it was amazing. But you have that. to understand the backstory. Yeah, it's, it's you know, it's for Wakanda forever. It's Wakanda it's, forever. It's got the African slash Grecian vibe to it. Like yeah. there's a there's a theme. There's a reason behind it. Aside from, oh, let's just do a pretty dress for her. You know, and some people, to your point, some people do do press junkets and just look nice and pretty. But then some people kind of speak to the subject matter of said film. Right. And it's a missed opportunity, really, to not do something interesting on the red carpet. Yeah. So I can. And it's sometimes that. people, what some people do that I think is really cool is they give you something the polar opposite of what they looked like in, in the film. That's cool, too. Yeah. Where, you, where you're like, is that? Well, I think especially like, for example, Hilary Swank when she did Boys Don't Cry. Right. Right. And she came. And she came like full glam on the red carpet, right. which I Gila think is. She right? was in a Gila Roche gown. Actually, it kind of has the same feeling. It was super important, though, Navy, it, yeah. to like contrast your character. Uh huh. You know, so I, 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 I get that. Now, my hot look. It, <laughs> this I got to see. Okay. I was going through, I was watching. So, first of all, I have this this app thing mm-hmm. on my television, mm-hmm. and it's called Hulu. I don't know if you've heard of this thing. It's new. Yes, I have. I'm very, I'm very, very techno savvy. Mm. Hulu, and um, on this Hulu, they have old Will and Grace episodes, right? So I'm watching and watching. And so tonight, you know, I worked on that wardrobe. Did you? I did. Well, I worked with the, I worked with the head of wardrobe at Will and Grace for a lot of Karen. Oh yeah, well. My um, hot look is Karen Walker. Yeah. I was, 
you know, she was, now here's one of the things. I had a client that at the time was buying a ton of Dolce. So she would always come out in these looks. I'm like, that's Dolce. That's Dolce Gabbana. That's Dolce Gabbana. Because I was selling that exact product to my client. Right. And so I take a picture of the screen and send it to my client going, oh my gosh, there's your jacket. Oh my gosh, there's your sweat. It's very funny to me how that works. So what I was doing as I was getting ready for the show, I was just watching these Will and Grace reruns and there were like three Dolce pieces. And I thought how inspired that was that you could take something that's that is quality and luxury and then sexy. And there's not a lot of brands that do that the way that Dolce Gabbana did it back mm. in the day because they were doing these beautiful suits and these beautiful blouses. That's us. I, I worked know? with that. Yeah. So there's a beautiful floral blouse and just do it the pencil skirt. Um, and then she had all these suits that she was always in. The One of the episodes Pell. I was watching, there was this tweed suit that she was doing with a fur collar. And I remember selling that in a coat. And I remember, and I was just watching it going, wow, the investment for, you know, that they put into wardrobe oh, no, they, yeah, to they... just make these looks happen. And then the way that she, I mean, it's it's really part of her character. Yeah, they pulled a lot from us. They, she wore and, a lot of Dolce. And when I look also at the Dolce & Gabbana of the day and what they would do on Will & Grace, for example, is those pieces and looks are not dated. A lot of what Grace wears on the show is like dated, but all of those Karen Walker looks, they could be sold right now today and still be completely... Well, a lot of those silhouettes that Karen was wearing then, they're in store now. Yeah, absolutely. They use the same silhouettes. Absolutely. And it's just really fascinating watching the the colors together. And I I don't know, I found it to be a, a really amazing, amazing... Uh, thing to see. So yeah. um, I was, you know, going through all the premieres and doing all that, and I was like, no, this is my whole look right now, is a fabulous Dolce & Gabbana wardrobe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and if you go in there today, it's like just not the same thing. What do you mean? They have all the same stuff. No, no, the they prints, don't. The no. prints, the the prints, prints are, are so ugly right now. No, the now. prints are different, but the silhouettes are exactly the same. They don't have any of that stuff. That dress right now, I could go get in, in no, the you store couldn't. tomorrow. No, you couldn't. They don't sell I it. I just saw it last week. They don't have that for sale right now. Okay. I've been in there looking for like those silk, um, because that dress was out of a stretch silk. Right. Right? And mm. they're doing all this stuff that's like got big, gory Dolce & Gabbana written all over it, mm-hmm. and it's just, it's just not the same. It's just not the same thing. <laughs> anyway. Yes, we love those. Classic, classic, Sicilian. Good classics, and I just feel like, yeah, and I and I feel like it's, I guess you could look at that as being something that's a really good investment piece, Mm -hmm. as my point there. Mm -hmm. Anyway, so I'm going to stop talking because you're clearly annoyed, and (laughs) because you have an amazing vocabulary word. My God, the more you know. I mean, Ooh, these graphics. The topaz you, crystal <laughs> diamond moment. If you're only listening and not watching on Spotify, you're missing all of these amazing Tony graphics. Like, Tony, it almost looks like the opening of a James Bond montage. Like, it's like sprinkled diamonds. And I'm always like, oh, look, it's the NBC, the more you know. If you see something, say something. <laughs> Don't be alone with your basketball coach, all that stuff. <laughs> all right. So this uh, this vocabulary is almost kind of like a morph between words because uh, Tony, I'm sorry. You called it a wickle picker? I didn't call it anything yet. Well, we did. We announced at the top of the show. What are you talking about? You didn't call it. <laughs> it's Mark, a Al- Mark Allen uh, challenged me to find. <laughs> 
safe. It's just um, Wickle Picker. You're making like we talked about that at the top of the show. Like, and right. we're gonna talk about the Wickle Picker. Right. Wickle Picker, <laughs> which is like so fun to say. Wickle Picker. Wickle Picker. Wickle Picker. Wickle Picker. Are you, are you done? No. Uh, please. I'll be done when I die. <laughs> So, <laughs> as I was saying, Mark Allen uh, challenged me to find a vocabulary word that kind of spoke to the holidays and Christmas and what have you. So it was tough because he first said, like, what about Santa's hat? What about the elf shoes? I'm like, okay, well, I'll, I'll try to figure something out. And he was so open-minded when I asked. So I was like, <laughs> I so I was, I was like um, okay, you know, we'll see. So I, you know, I... Just so everyone knows, he said it more like this, well... We'll see. This is what he said, but go ahead. So I looked up the elf shoe style, and apparently, yeah, there you have it. It originated in Krakow, Poland. Now, the elf shoe style, that's the shoe that's the long green with a point at the very and then the point goes up over the toes, right? Like it makes a little cone over the toes mm-hmm. and then has like a little ball or something on it, right? Yeah. So you just imagine Santa's favorite elf running around. Oh, right. MG. And the, and is this he, your image? And then there is, uh, I guess, designer Jonathan Anderson in 2017 took the shape of the elf shoe, but did it in a, for the, you know, for the listeners. It's basically the shape of an elf shoe, but in the design of a track sneaker. And it's actually, I'm not really mad at it. I mean, I probably would, I probably wear these. To a Christmas party with your velvet and yeah, your cream. Yeah, Totally. So the um Wow. I'm seeing an image right now that is a high top sneaker and the toe of the sneaker just comes up and looks like a banana peel going up over the top of it. Right. What which what you see it does mimic the um the elf shoe, so so they say it of course as you see it was a very, very funny appearance, but it was very trendy in Poland between the twelfth and fifteenth century. Oh my gosh. What was it like back then, <laughs> William? Pointy, <laughs> but at, uh, as as I went down that uh, rabbit hole, I found I came across something from the fifties called Wickle Pickers. I love it, a Wickle Picker. Wickle Picker. Wickle Picker. And it was uh, worn from the nineteen fifties on. It was popular in with the bro- British rock rock and roll fans. So think. The Teddy Boys or Rockabilly, what have you? Wait, rock? Wait, are those bands? You know what? I don't know what the Teddy. Bo- I, <laughs> I I have to I have to read. I don't know what the Teddy Boys are. I I assumed, must be a band, right? No, I assume that they're uh, like a kind of like a look of like the hipsters in in London. That's what I'm assuming. That's what I'm assuming. All right, I'll give that to you. Yeah, so they all, as you see, always had sharp pointed toes, and reminiscent of medieval footwear. And they kind of curved up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Okay, reference. Okay, reference. We like a reference. So, as I said, they were super extremely pointed, and they were called wickle pickers because in England, periwinkle snails or wickles are I'm very- sorry. I'm sorry. Snails? What is a periwinkle snail? Uh, it's a snail. It's like it's a type of snail? Yeah. And so these shoes are to pick off the snails? (laughs) In England. (laughs) (laughs) William is reading his notes like, I'm trying to get through this. I mean, we'll get to the point, William. 
<laughs> so periwinkle snails or wickles were a very popular seaside snack. Uh, which <laughs> is that? What that is? Oh wow. Okay. So, so what they say is the wickle is a instrument, I guess, close to like the fork that's used to get to the meaty part of the inside of. The snail, now this is a delicacy, it's not for us, but it was, you know, very big on the English seaside, but that's, you know, how it got that name, Wickle Pickers, because the, the instrument was pointy and needed to get into the snail to get out the meaty part. Wow. Yeah. So a Wickle Picker is extremely, extremely, it's almost like that little Balenciaga they were trying to do, that really extremely pointy. Wickle, like, Wickle would be a, 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 a like a fork, a knife, a spoon, it's a utensil. No, but the wickle is the sla- snail, right? That's the name of the snail. No, it's a periwinkle snail. Periwinkle? Peri- <laughs> periwinkle snail. Right. Yeah. So it's a wickle picker. Yes. So periwinkle. So it's actually picking that snail. It's a snail picking shoe. Right. Wow. Because of its shape. Not because yeah. of, you know, a snail. It's I, because it's a shape. Yeah. That's super pointy. Oh, that's really interesting. Yeah. All right, Wicklepecker. Let's give it up for William. <laughs> I can't, thank you. Thank I you. can't wait until we no have a, a live studio audience. It's not going to be amazing. I cannot wait. <laughs> so they can see what I have to deal with in the studio. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> okay. Well, Merry Christmas. Happy Kwanzaa. Happy Hanukkah. Happy holidays. And really happy whatever you're celebrating. And I, you know, when people say to me, if I say Merry Christmas to somebody and they don't celebrate Christmas, then they, I can still wish them Merry Christmas. Like if someone says Happy Hanukkah to me and I don't really celebrate Hanukkah, I'm like, thank you. I don't, you know. That's, I just say Happy Holidays. So. Oh, do you? Yeah. I just, I'm, I'm a Merry Christmas person. Just to cut through the conversation. <laughs> or, <laughs> Wait, I was like, or, I don't care. Or, about. No, or I, I'll say Merry Christmas to someone that I already know. Oh, celebrates okay. it. I don't just generally say it. I I like, okay, I know this one. Celebrates Christmas, so let me say Christmas. Well, whatever you're doing yes. for the holidays, whatever you celebrate, mm-hmm. we're going to talk about our 12 gifting ideas. So we're going to go back and forth, and we're going to go through 12 things that we gift, okay. or we prefer to get as gifts. Um, just buy me Hermes and Goyard. That's all I need. Okay, so, but the first thing, I'm, so I'll start. Do you want okay. me to start? Do Absolutely. you want to start? Fire away. All right, fire away. Okay, number one. My number one my number one thing I like to give to people is pretty much anything from a Swedish company called Svensk Ten. Gotcha. And uh, it's a uh, design house in Stockholm. Okay. And they do the most amazing prints from the fifties that they're still producing the same thing today, mm-hmm. seven years later, from mm-hmm. a designer named Joseph Frank. Okay, cool. And Joseph Frank uh, escaped the Nazis from Austria and settled in Sweden mm-hmm. and partnered up with this amazing Swedish woman, mm. and they created this. I mean, I should do a whole brand view on this, but they created this alignment where this Joseph Frank is one of Sweden's most influential interior designers and print oh, nice. designers. And what I love is they do these beautiful trays mm-hmm. and they're a great price, but they're big, gorgeous prints. They do everything from like a small cafeteria tray style to a big, round, gorgeous tray. And I'll give these printed trays to people and they'll serve by their pool or they'll put them on their coffee table, but they're just a really happy beautiful print and they're made on birch wood mm-hmm. with print over the top of them so they're like lifetime gorgeous pieces oh nice so that's one of my go-tos nice 
Um, a go-to for me would probably be actually, and yeah, the little black dress. I was wow, you are bold. The little black dress. It's something that's always useful, you know, even if it's the holidays or just black tie. Anything after five. You so know? you'll go and buy like a little black. Like if you're, you're you're thinking most like your nieces, right, or something you know. Well, really anyone. Well. Um, a client, a niece, my sister. Like I just think a. a a little black dress is something every age group needs and every, yeah, every woman needs for any reason. So keep it basic. Well, I mean, it, it doesn't have to be a basic. I mean, it, again, it has. It depends on the person. One woman might be in a, I don't know, an Azadine Ally knit, super body clinging black dress. And then a more conservative woman would be in like a shift dress from Nicole Miller, maybe. <laughs> Or Chanel. But if you're buying gifts for people from Alaya, I am really expecting something good this year. Yeah, absolutely. I love only it. Only the best. Uh, oh, it's so sweet. Yeah, only the best. Okay, great. My next one is Koss. You know I love Koss. Yes, you tell and, me And um, Koss is H&M Luxury. They do these amazing jackets. Wait, from- did you say H&M Luxury? Yeah. Yeah. Are you just calling it that? Or they, That's are they... what I call it. Oh, oh, oh I yeah, thought yeah. you were saying they were. Okay. Well, because it's not H&M prices. It's a lot more than H&M. But it's, for me, I just find it to be a really great go-to. Mm-hmm. But they do these jackets that are finished um, and built. Like, you know what? Like, when you go to designer stuff and like... Uh, like You know what it feels like to me, to be huh? honest? Huh? It feels like a... Um, tell me, tell me, tell me. Like a German Banana Republic. Okay, I can get that. You know what I mean? Here's the aesthetic the is very German, but the price points are kind of Banana Republic. It's Scandinavian. Um, but yes, here's the thing about that too, William, that's great that you said that, is that it's, it's, like, it's like when you go in there and you buy a piece, you, you know theory, right? There's yeah. theory and like Proenza Schooler now is like all that stuff, a bunch of that stuff's made in China. Like there's a lot of brands making a lot of stuff in China. Well, they're making all that at the same place that Cost is, but Cost isn't charging the same prices. So they're not doing the same margins. They're just selling more volume is what I think they're doing. But anyway, my, my point is mm. at Cost, they have these menswear jackets uh-huh. that are Amazing polar fleece, zipper fronts, high quality zippers with a pocket. They've got a little. They've got a little cut to them. They've got something a little different and interesting about them. And I love buying those for people because it's something they wouldn't buy for themselves. Right. So um, I cost does that, and they do it for women as well. I bought my mom little polar fleece jackets and knit cardigans, and their and their fits a little generous, so okay. it's not super tailored. So you can kind of be. I'm always worried about someone getting something to have to be too small. Yeah. So I'm always, you know. You like that because the styling of it will allow for a little extra space in there. But cost is a great go-to for me. Now, what are, what's their uh, size range for women? Do you know? Uh, two uh, to fourteen. Okay. Um, but like, I have some women that are sixteens and eighteens who can wear the medium sometimes in a sweater. Oh, okay. like it just it just depends on the piece. Some of it's cut really big. And, and I have to say, I do love that they're. As you said, reasonably priced, but the, the designs do kind of push yeah, it's, the envelope a bit. Like it's a little more fashion. It's not so traditional, and that's why I, that's why I like it. Very modern, I yeah. would say. Mm-hmm. And they have some stuff that feels inspired by like what's going on in runway, but then there's a lot of stuff that is just their own aesthetic, which I, I find to be very respectable. Mm-hmm. That's Absolutely. my second. Okay, what's yours? What's your next one? Um, I, as you know, I am an accessory whore. <gasps> so what? I always say go for a strong statement necklace, earring, um, uh, bracelet, necklace, and uh, my two 
go-tos that always, always, always never disappoint is Jared Jamin, who's a local designer here in Los Angeles. So say say his name again. Jared Jamin. How do you spell Jamin? Jamin. J-A-M-I-N. Okay. Oh, Jared Jamin. Okay. Yeah, Jared Jamin. Or City of Angels Vintage, which is designed by Jenny Deco, who's actually my custom designer slash accessory designer for all of my photo shoots. She and what I love about her collection is she takes she repurposes jewelry. So she'll find vintage jewelry and then kinda take them apart and create something else. And everything she recreates is beautiful. Like I'm at this point a collector. So statement jewelry. Cause back, you know, going back to the little black dress, you have a little black dress. You have a statement piece, you're done for a set event. I like that, too, because it's also statement jewelry is something that a lot of people won't pull the trigger on for themselves. Yeah. So having someone else give them a big necklace yeah, to give, then they're like, oh, my gosh, now I have it. Now they just have to wear it. Right? Yeah. Different than they have to buy it, and then they have to wear it. It's like a double commitment. And also, you don't always have to, it doesn't always have to be an amazing event or, or for a reason. Just put it on and go to lunch or just, just put it on with a T-shirt, jeans, you know. Right, I always say clothes are not tattoos. So you can always try something. If it doesn't work out, you just don't wear that again. Exactly. My next uh, number, this is our number five on our countdown, if anyone's keeping track, (laughs) is uh, candy. So I like candy, but there's a... I hope you have a good dental plan. I do not. (laughs) Um, I have... um, this amazing little candy company. There's a place up in Northern California in the Sierra Nevadas called Columbia State Park. Okay. And it's right by Sonora. And there is Nelson's Candy Kitchen. It's over 100 years old. Danish immigrants opened this candy store. Mm. The same family owns it. So it's fifth generation now. Oh, nice. And they make the most gorgeous candy. So what I like to do is they have dark chocolate-covered peanut brittle. They have dark chocolate peppermint melts they have these candy canes that are 15 inches long that are all handmade there oh, wow. and they do all their hand dipping and I uh, if I'm going to give chocolate I like to get something like that that's really special from a d- special place mm-hmm. and I always have them include in it their little flyer that has a picture oh. oh my goodness yeah that has a picture of it's Wild West so it's got like a Wild West thing but it has a picture of their candy store and the story of the history of the company so that like when I send it to a publicist in New York and they get this old time looking box of candy and it has the story of this hundred year old it just Mm. adds and enhances so I feel like sometimes I get a box of chocolate from somebody as a gift because they all know I'm fat and I eat a lot of candy that when I receive it are you showing a picture of me? No, fat? no, no. I, wanna, I thought you were about to point no, no, at a no, picture no. of me like in a speedo. I wanted on to the beach. ask you, do we know exactly the location of this shop that's yeah. there? Yeah. Where's where's the one in the picture? That's that's the one I'm talking about. It's in Columbia. Ah. Up in Nelson's Candy Kitchen. That's the actual candy store. Oh, okay. Yeah. And that's the one. It's that's not like one. a chain or they, anything. No, no, no. They have okay. two other little satellite shops, but they have one place where they make all the candy. Wow. I mean, looking at it, looking at the shop visually, it it feels like Denmark or it's well it's an old Danish the thing that's great so here's my point about this my Uh point about this is that when you give somebody a box of candy from a special place Mm -hmm. make sure that how special the place is is included in the gift oh right for sure exactly because sometimes we'll get a gift we're like oh nice box of chocolate but I was just at someone's house. They had this beautiful box of chocolates, and it had like a big G mm-hmm. on the box. We open it up, and it doesn't tell you about the candy, what's inside, the, yeah. the story of it. And people yeah. want to know the story. Right? Tell us your story. 
Yeah, you know what the flavors are, where they originate, why you what, how did you come up with the flavor? Blah blah blah. Exactly yeah. the origin. Exactly. All right, number six, William. Number six, I would say a bold printed scarf, i.e. Chanel, Versace, uh, any bold print, silk like, print. Like silk? Silk print, um, a horse bit print, um, an oversized um, gold chain print, oh. a, a Baroque explosion like oh. at Versace. Mm. I felt a lot of Hermes and Chanel and Versace yeah. coming our way. And the cool thing about a large silk scarf it takes you through all the seasons. If you're small enough, it can be a bandeau top at the pool during the summer. If you're a bigger doll, it could be worn around the neck with a brooch on a simple black dress. So it's it could be tied on a handbag. It can be tied on a tote bag. It's it, it, you could always have a use for it. You can, and now they have um, um, our rappers like ASAP Rocky. We wear they call them babushka boys, where they wear. <laughs> oh my gosh, ASAP! Wait, which was ASAP Rocky? He's the rapper named Aveset Rocky. Okay. I don't know what else to tell you. Wow. Okay. Thanks for that <laughs> bold description. Well, what's well, I don't know. He's a rapper. Like, what's his I don't song? Know. Oh, song? yeah. You're. I, I don't. Well, I couldn't tell you that. I just know. <laughs> I just listen. I know. Wait. I believe he's. I believe he's Rihanna's baby daddy. Oh, that's right. But I don't. That baby but, already. She but I don't know his. I don't know his music. I just know he's a. Okay, great. He's a, yeah. So anyway, so so he's he's what we call a babushka boy, and that as you know, babushka is when the said scarf is tie is folded into a triangle and you tie it around your head, like you know, if you're about to get into a convertible. That that's what. That's a babushka. Yeah. Not what I thought a babushka was. That's yeah. Yiddish for for putting a scarf over your head to go in a convertible. No, the style. The babushka. You know, when you tie the scarf over your head and, and, oh. and put it in a bow under your chin, you know. Okay. It's very... Okay. So, yeah. So, yeah. The, a bold printed silk scarf. Awesome. And that, again, men or women. Yeah, awesome. For sure, for sure. Okay, great. Awesome. My my next fabulous gift is very specific. Okay. It's my new favorite fragrance. I've been wearing it for a year now. Mm. Valentino Roma. They did this new scent, and I just love it. And every time I wear it, people are like, "Oh, what is that smell? That really? smells so good." Yeah, Valentino Roma. It's okay. like a, it's the Rockstead bottle with in pink writing. It's amazing. Is that the one? Is Gaga doing the ads for that? I, think? I have no idea. Maybe. Yeah, I think possibly maybe. Okay. I mean, Gaga does whatever she has to for a million dollars these days. But, okay. But Valentino Roma, any size out. stocking stuffer. Whatever you want to do with it, people that you give that to will love it, boys and girls. Mm-hmm. But it's it's definitely more it's the men's scent. But I I feel like it's not, you know, it's not um, what's that? It's not Old Spice. Ooh. So I, ooh. If you're buying your fragrance at Rite Aid, there's a problem. <laughs> so please do not. Remember that brand that used to do like Imposters. smells? Yeah, smells like Heyman seven two seven three or whatever. I'm like ah. Georgia of Beverly Hills. Yeah, it smells like imposters. I'm like, what on earth? Anyway. You mean fake. Yeah. <laughs> Here's fake fragrance. And it wasn't that much cheaper. Anyway. All right, go ahead. What's your next one? I think another great thing is to um give donations to people's favorite uh charities. Oh, that's super nice you know, of you. Try to leave the world better than you can than it was when you got here. So, you know, just do do something that kind of changes the world. So awesome. it would be cool to, you know, find out what someone's favorite charity is and maybe donate something for them. And it could be $5. It could be, depending on your tax bracket, um, you can uh, give as you want. But you can change the world. Like one year, my sister and my niece 
gave a gift of desks to kids in Zimbabwe because they don't have desks in their classroom. So wow, you know, just don't you know do things to change the world outside of yourself. So I thought that was a good idea. You're a good person. I try to be. Yeah, <laughs> um, I'm not. So number nine <laughs> is uh, scented candles. So always. scented candles are always good because always. really you burn through them, and the more you have, then the freer you are to burn through them. But the trick for me on scented candles is buy them at independent shops. All the little independent stores. Yeah, no, like don't go to department stores. Buy them at independent shops. Go to a gift shop. Go to your local downtown area and find because they all have great candles. But spend your money. This is a great way to support small business. Well, for sure. So going in and doing you know any many different uh, scents that there are, but find one that you love. Stay again. Stay away from the drugstore scented candles and like bubble gum and like watch the scents. You know what I mean. (laughs) Well, it's funny because there are people that like there. There are so many can. Here's how I describe it: There are so many of these hoity-toity candle companies now, mm-hmm. right? Dipsy we have been making love. candles for 174 years. I'm like, okay, and a baccarat, and you, right? Encased, you and know. you smell it, and you're like, this is the smell I'm trying to get rid of. Like, right. I'm so not sure why we're having this. So that is that is definitely one thing. So make sure, you know, and if you don't know the person that well, then really just pick a nice general and ask them what their most popular scent is. Because the most popular scent usually is what's being rebought because someone bought it and loved it and bought it again. Mm-hmm. So I think it's a very good place to, you know, a fair place to ask that question is like, what's the most popular? Mm-hmm. And then just in that, that's one great place to follow the herd. Mm-hmm. You heard. You heard. <laughs> Alright, William number ten. Um, number ten, uh, off the top of my head, I would say a really amazing again, this could be male or female, an amazing everyday bag, like a tote bag. Okay. You tote know? bags are great to give, right? You know, you can put like for a man can use it almost as a slash briefcase. A woman can put her handbag inside said tote. And you could go with a monogram from Gucci, Louis Vuitton, Goyard. I know you love Goyard. I have a problem. Um, Chanel does a gorgeous, oversized, quilted tote bag that's amazing. Um, $5,000. I also think that the other great thing about totes is that you can... So whenever I buy bags, so I, I buy a lot of bags, right? And when I buy a bag, I always have a specific purpose for it. So like I have one bag, one big fabulous square bag that this is this design project. I have another bag, this is this design project. I have another bag, this is for Find Your Way, my charity. Mm-hmm. I have another bag, oh, this is my work bag for mm-hmm. my personal shop. And it's, if you have each project in its own bag, then when you go to work on a project, everything you need for that is in that same bag. Like it's amazing to do with that. I like have projects where the house keys Right, that I'm working on the project are with the same bag, so but everything's see, right the, together. The tricky thing about having a lineup of bags for yeah. me, yeah, you grab the wrong bag and then you're. I would never grab the wrong bag. I mean, one is a beige Bottega, one is a rectangular Goyard, another one's a vertical Goyard, and then the other one is a messenger Goyard. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. But like when you do it like in a certain way, so I would recommend like just picking. Your, and have the bags all look different. But when you start using it that way, it's just so, oh, today I have a thing for my charity. I have this design meeting. I have a client. You just take all three bags, put them in your car. Right. And then no matter what, you got everything you could possibly need. But yes, tote bags are good. And have fun with tote bags, too. Absolutely. And get, you know, I like I have one from that actually was a gift from Giorgio Armani. 
one Christmas. It's an ikat. Ikat is a print. Uh, I believe I have to find out the origin, but it's a print that I'm obsessed with, and that's the print of the whole bag. And I am Gorgeous. obsessed with it. So, yeah, don't Gorgeous. be afraid of prints. Yeah. You know, different skins. You know, I like my exotic skin. Yeah. So going by everyone crocodile Ooh, tote bags this year. That's another gift I got that I loved. Crocodile. Oh, okay. But we can talk about that later. Uh, my mm-hmm. last before your last mm-hmm. is fresh plant arrangements. So mm. go to your like local florist or flower shop and mm-hmm. you can buy a beautiful pot or container that has live plants in it that have been done into an arrangement. Mm-hmm. And it's really beautiful because people can put that in their house and enjoy it for a month or two and then throw the things into their garden or pot them or some stuff like a succulent arrangement yeah. can last people for years. So live things like that are wonderful, especially if you don't know what to get them and they have everything they could possibly use. Everyone has a place that they can put a gorgeous uh, potted And you can plant. test, like I was given a succulent in the beginning of the pandemic so 2020 by my dear friend bonnie kim and it's still alive to this day you did it this is a big deal is that a big deal uh, i mean yeah. it's hard to kill a succulent i know but yeah well you can if, if you, you overwater it, it no or if you neglect it altogether you can totally neglect up. it no she don't dry up she's she lives for drying up it's when you overwater that's how almost all succulents are killed is overwatering i'm glad you told me that <laughs> she didn't know that <laughs> oh my god i'm glad you told me that because succulents Succulents have to have the soil go totally dry. Oh. They have to go totally dry because that's when they start all... The reason that the succulents have that thick uh, petal, it's all water in there. So they have to do that to gather oh. their water. So they need time to process all the water. So you have to let it go totally dry. So you water it like once every two weeks. And then you just let it... And then it'll flourish. Wow, that's why. But you have to soak that's it. That's why I killed one at oh, my, at I'm my sure. office. You're like, oh my gosh, a poor thing. You're like watering it. It just needs more water. It just needs more water. No, it does not need more water. It's a succulent. It survives Palm Springs by itself. No, I know, but I didn't. Okay. Well, now I know. Is it all coming again? The more you know. Da-da-da. It's all coming back to me. All right, and our final Christmas idea for 2022 is a strong watch. Uh-oh. A tank watch. You are rich. You are giving out fancy well, no, gifts. No, it, listen. It You're not the, talking about a thick swatch watch. No, a- you know what? It's funny you say that. No, I have a really bold, oversized diver watch from Swatch that's gold, and I wear it all the time and always get compliments. It could be a swatch. It could be Cartier. It could be Bon Mercier. It could be... Bon Mercier. Breitling. Oh, I'm thinking of Bon Marche. <laughs> <laughs> it could be Breitling. There's just, just a strong watch, you know. Yeah. Okay, good. And normally, bulk. and normally like a diving watch, and nothing too bulky because I do see. Does anyone else feel like we're really just getting a list of what William wants for Christmas? No, 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 no. no, I'm, no. William wants. No, I'm talking about just these. Uh, to me, these are staples in people's wardrobes. They are good as gifts. I think. All right, good. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Get a big old chunky watch. Yeah, not too chunky. You have to wear suits. So, or at least a blazer. I know no one's wearing suits these days, but at least you got to be able to wear it with a blazer. Because I did see an anchorman on ESPN today with a watch. I'm sorry. Wait, wait, stop. It stop. was stop. I was, it was stop. channel surfing. I was not staying on okay. ESPN. <laughs> I was like, wow, you're watching ESPN. Then you just said ice. Like, oh, ice dancing or whatever you're watching on ESPN. No, I listen, sometimes I watch just to see what the anchor people are wearing and looking at the fit of the suits and who needs my help. 
I mean, know. okay. There's like white lotuses on TV. What are you doing watching that? Anyway. Oh, yeah. Da, da, da. Okay. So listen, that is 12 amazing gifting ideas that we have. If you have a gifting idea, just let us know. And if you receive the most amazing gift, let us know. We want to see what it is. You can tell us all about that on our um, on our WhatsApp, on our Instagram. <laughs> On our Instagram. We don't have a WhatsApp. And I think we have a Facebook, too. I don't ever we do. do that. And um, this is our 25th episode. 25 and we've really Christmas. cranked some out this year. Yeah, 25 days of Christmas. 25 days of what you're wearing. Yeah, thank you. I was like, 25 days of Christmas. Is that a thing? 20, well, the 25th is Christmas. Yeah. 25th anniversary. 25th episode. Ah, I feel it. A century. Okay, sure. <laughs> So we just want to say, first of all, so many times we run around, people stop us and say, I love your podcast. They give mm-hmm. us a text message like, oh my gosh, the episode people loved our last episode with Melissa Massey. Love Massey. And I really just want to say we're having such a great time creating this for you. And we hope to continue doing that for you all in the new year new with year. more adventures and more interviews. And thank more you. More fashion, more style, and, more direction. And more direction. And thank you so much for humoring us uh, with your ears and your eyes. We greatly yes. appreciate it. Yes. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Ho, ho, ho. No, oh, no. <laughs> 